Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, from verse 28 to verse 30. And Jesus declared, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me, all of you who labor and are overly laden, I will give you rest. It is an important message. Take this as a a personal message that God has for each and every one of us, specifically today. And who says to us, come to me. And we may be going through many things in our lives. Uh, We may be asking a lot of questions. And a lot of things are probably not making sense and they are not adding up. Some, some of us are questioning the things we grew up believing. Some of us are questioning the reality of life, the presence of God, or the seemingly absence of God in the midst of difficulties and troubles. And some are searching, looking for answers in the midst of confusion, of pain, of frustration. And so... Jesus says to us, come to me, all of you who labor and are overburdened. The first word that speaks to me and strikes a chord within me is the invitation. What I find absolutely amazing with the invitation of Jesus is that he does not abandon the ship. He does not delay Help. He does not blame anyone else. He takes responsibility. He says, come to me. And I am reminded here of a, a loving parent who sees a child in anguish, in pain, and the parent extends his or her arms and invites the child to come. And come to me so that I may listen to you. Come to me so that you may sit on my lap. Come to me so that I may console you. Come to me so that I may embrace you. And that is the attitude I see in this opening phrase when the Lord invites us. He is inviting us broken as we may be, uh, fearful as we are, filled with uncertainty and anxiety. And some of us at the brink of suicide or depression, and he still invites us. This is a a, a lifeline where the Lord says, I'm here. I want you to come. I want you to be part of me. And I'm reminded of the the, the manifestation of God in the life of Elijah. When Elijah goes up to the mountain of the Lord and he asks, and the Lord says to him, I will reveal myself to you. And there is a huge fire. And Elijah thinks God is in that fire. And God says, I'm not in that fire. There is a terrible storm, and Elijah thinks God is in the terrible storm, and God says, I'm not in that terrible storm, and there is a gentle breeze. And it is only in that gentle breeze where Elijah did not think God was, and God says, I'm here. And I think if we were to look into our own lives and probably come into our own selves, And look for that gentle breeze. Listen to that gentle whisper. 
where God says to us, I am still here. I am present. I am in the situation. I am amongst you. I live with you. I walk with you. I see everything that is going on in your life. And I want you to know that I care. I think sometimes we need to to be reassured. We need to know that someone actually does care. Sometimes we need to know that someone is actually listening to us. We need to know that someone is doing something about the situation. And I think when Jesus invites us today, when he says, come to me, he is giving us that sense of assurance. He is giving us that sense of duty that he's here, that he cares, that he is doing something about the situation. The second image that I also have is the image of Jesus Christ hanging on the cross. And I'm always moved by the presence of Mary standing at the foot of the cross. And for me, she represents what God is in our lives. That in the midst of everything else, God remains there with us. He suffers with us. But he doesn't just suffer silently. He is doing something new. Look at what Jesus answers on the cross when one of those who's crucified with him asks, Lord, remember me. He says, tonight I will be with you in paradise. Now, I love what God is doing in our lives. That There are a lot of things that we don't have to understand. But only if we were to understand one thing, that he is still in our lives, that he is present in every situation. The second phrase that I love, the first one is come to me. The second one, it says, all of you who are heavenly laden, all of you who are feeling overwhelmed. And there are some of us who say, this is too much. This is too much to bear. And uh, you, you find this frustration on a young couple who just got married. You find this frustration on young parents who are still struggling to figure out and, and to deal and to do something with their child. You find this with parents who, who have children who are sick, who are in hospital. You find this with, with elderly people who, who are losing their minds and, and, and who want their independence. You find this with people who, who are losing their jobs. You find this with people who are dying out of anguish because things are just not making sense. There's so much that they're thinking of. Have you ever reached a stage in your life where you smile through the day, but you know deep down you are deeply hurt? You smile in the presence of people, but deep down you know that things are just not okay. Have you ever reached a stage where when you are always alone, the only thing you think about are your problems and worries, and you try to come out of it, but you've seen that you've been sunk into them, and you don't know how to come out? Have you ever reached a stage where you think you're all alone, nobody knows, nobody cares, and nobody listens? And Jesus says to us, I want to talk to those who are heavenly burdened. I want to talk to those who feel that the weight of the world is upon them. I want to talk to those who feel that the weight of their family is upon them. Those who fight and struggle dealing with family issues. 
dealing with personal issues. Jesus seems to be talking to those who are struggling and who don't see a way out. Who say, what is the purpose of living? Those who feel as if everybody's looking at them and expecting miracles from them. And they say, I have nothing else to do or to give. And Jesus says to us, you've been giving all your life. Now it is time for you to be taken care of. You've been looking after your family all your life. You've been the breadwinner all your life. You've been a provider for your family all your life. And now the Lord is asking you to receive from your family. My dear brothers and sisters, there are those who are struggling because financially things are not okay. Or they know that things are okay for now, but they keep on saying to themselves, but if things don't change, if the situation remains, I don't think I'm going to make it. The resources that I have are running dry and there is no income. And there are those who are losing their jobs. There are those who are threatened that they might lose their job. And there are those who've lost their jobs already. And the Lord says, I will look after you. How is he going to do that? I don't know. But I know that he is faithful in his word. And so he says to us, I want to talk to those who are heavily laden. Those who have so much going on in their minds. Those who have so much going on in their lives. I want to talk to those who are struggling and who, who have not spoken to anyone. Because they just don't know what to say. Have you ever reached a stage in your life where words cannot make sense anymore? Where you just cannot speak, you cannot talk. The only language that you can utter are tears. And Jesus says to us, come to me, all of you who labor and are overly burdened. He gives us a promise. That's a third word. I will give you rest. Your soul will be at peace. Now, Jesus has never lied to us. He is not a liar. He will give us rest. He will give us a solution. It may not be the solution that we think is going to be happening, but it's going to be a solution that he knows is best for us. Now, I know that God is not a liar, and I know that Jesus fulfills each and every promise that he makes. And I know that God is honest in his word. Because he remains faithful. And so when he says, I will give you rest, I will give your soul rest. And I'm always reminded that the Lord will bring back what the grasshoppers have eaten up. The Lord will repay you abundantly. We must never ever think that the Lord is not aware of your struggles. That the Lord is never aware of the good that you've done in the world. And it may be terrible. You may be down and out, but God is doing something great in your life. May Almighty God bless and protect you. May the Queen of Heaven pray with us and for us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.